Hello and welcome to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. I am your host, Caitlin. I'm a mindset and business coach helping you reprogram your mind to get out of your own way and create the life you want. Here we talk about all things mindset, manifestation, and business. Tune in weekly for genuine conversations on moving past what's keeping you small, going against the norm, and actualizing what you truly desire. And of course, all of the baggage that comes along with that. Buckle up and get ready to release the conditioning that so many never do. Here's to becoming an anomaly. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) We are recording at a different time of day. What time is it right now? It is 8 a.m., and usually it feels early for the podcast, and I'm kind of living for it. I'm still in my pajamas in my obscenely ugly robe, which is amazing. Very grateful that this is my fucking job. Like, (laughs) oh my god, what the hell? This past weekend was Canadian Thanksgiving, which was so much fun. We did a Friendsgiving on the Friday. I cooked my very first turkey all by myself. And for those of you who don't know, I'm not a cooker. You know those people who can just like intuitively lead themselves through the kitchen? Just like, it needs a little of this, a little of that, a little of this. Um, No, (laughs) I can follow a recipe but that's about it so yeah cooking this turkey felt like a big deal and even following a recipe doesn't always go its way for me anyway it turned out thank god it was a lot of fun then also this weekend one of my friends got married which it was such a beautiful ceremony where i live in the fall incredible it was so good and it was warm beautiful amazing weekend Yesterday on the holiday Monday, I listened to nine hours of an audiobook. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to work today. And then I proceed to listen to nine hours of the beach read. That about sums up my weekend. Other announcements. I currently have spots open for private one-on-one coaching. If you've been wanting to work with me, now is the time. I'd love to work with you before the end of 2022. That is so weird to say, but seriously, let's get you geared up for an incredible 2023. Let's smash some goals in these last three months. Get you from stuck, lost, overwhelmed, doubting yourself to clear, confident, building your dream business and signing your first clients. Let's make it happen. I would absolutely love to work with you. The application to work with me is in the show notes, so feel free to fill that out. If you would like to hop on a quick sales call, there is an option at the end of the application to just check that box and then we can get on the phone and make sure that we are a good fit to move forward. And other than that, today's episode is going to be really good. (laughs) Do I say that every time? Um, yeah, but like, this is my podcast. (laughs) Today, we will be talking about why it's hard to start a business as a recovering people pleaser. For those of you who don't know that I grew up your absolute typical good girl. Like, I was the good girl, always getting straight A's, selfless, quiet, and kind, easy to talk to, never fought with people, never got involved in drama. I planned to be a doctor. I was constantly people-pleasing, mimicking, and watering myself down. But in my head, I just labeled that as, I'm a really kind person. I'm just so nice. (laughs) 
I was incessantly chasing external validation from those around me, thinking that that was the key to feeling safe, loved, and good enough. But in reality, that constant performing just got me feeling super lost, stuck, and hating myself and hating my life. And even though on the outside, I may have appeared very happy, on the inside, I was miserable. (laughs) I never allowed myself to feel any of my emotions because I felt emotionally responsible for those around me. I knew it wouldn't quote unquote please them if I was sad, so I wasn't sad. Even when really messed up things happened, I suppressed it all. I never spoke up. I never voiced my opinion. I didn't want people to dislike me if I did or disagree with me. While at the same time, I hated myself for being such a pushover. I created a life plan based on what I thought other people wanted and expected from me. And I hated myself for that too. I had absolutely no faith in myself to make my own decisions because I always looked outside of myself to someone else to tell me if something was good or if something was bad. There's a lot of religious trauma here as well, which I should probably make (laughs) a fucking series in itself. But these are things that had been ingrained into me from so many different sources. But also growing up, I went to Catholic school and they quite literally put the fear of God into you. If you do good, good things will happen to you. You'll get to... (laughs) go to heaven. And if you do bad things, you are bad and you will go to hell. Wow. A lot is just clicking for me. (laughs) But really a lot of that religious teaching, even though I'm quite certain it was coming from a really loving place, it really attaches your behavior to your worth. If you do bad things, you are bad. If you do good things, you are good, which is something that has taken a lot of mindset work and coaching and unlearning and reprogramming and healing to let go of that association because it's so toxic and really plays into every single thing that we will talk about today. When you become aware of your people-pleasing good girl habits... They don't just magically go away overnight. I could see that I was being a doormat. I could see that I never spoke up, never stood up for myself. I could see all of that and I hated myself for it. But those were my coping mechanisms to feel safe. Hating myself felt easier than other people hating me. And it's so difficult to let go of these habits because like I said, they are coping mechanisms. Your brain believes you need them to keep you safe. And your brain was designed to keep you safe, not make you happy. The more you use these coping mechanisms throughout your life, the more automatic and unconscious they become in your behavior. And if you relate to being a good girl, then those coping mechanisms have literally been ingrained so deep that you now consider them part of your identity. Can we just think about that? 
And you can't just prune away all of those neural synapses overnight. They are encoded in every experience, every deep feeling, every moment of fear and safety that you've experienced. And with my private clients, we go through a process of identifying what coping mechanisms, patterns, and beliefs are holding you back, like the people-pleasing. Then through modalities like NLP coaching, we release and reprogram what is no longer serving you to behaviors and beliefs that actually support the pursuit of your goals and showing up in the ways you want to, being the person you want to be and creating that life you dream of. So if you want to dive into that work deeper with me, again, the link to apply will be in the show notes. That's really the tip of the iceberg on why business can feel really hard for recovering people pleasers. And before we dive into this further, it's really important to recognize that your shadow often leads you to your greatest gifts. Being a people pleaser does not mean you aren't cut out for business. It doesn't mean that you're going to be bad at sales. So if you catch yourself thinking that, I invite you to recognize that is a limiting belief that is holding you back from what you truly desire. A belief that's trying to get you to play small to keep you safe, keep you in your comfort zone. And I will say it again, your shadow often leads you to your greatest gifts. Because of what you've experienced, good, bad, and ugly, you are able to understand, teach, lead, coach, and inspire others in a way that no one else can. Being a people pleaser or a good girl does not mean that you aren't cut out for business, and it doesn't mean that you're going to fail. Something being hard doesn't mean it won't work out. And if you get on your own team and begin reprogramming your mind to actually work for you instead of against you, it doesn't need to be hard either. And I think it's also important to talk about why is this conversation helpful in the first place? Well, in the spirit of Carl Jung, I feel like I need to get this fucking tattooed on my body, but seriously... (laughs) Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. By bringing your awareness to these thoughts and behaviors, they begin to lose their subconscious and automatic control over you. By bringing your awareness to them, you can better support yourself through them and show up in spite of them. So now, buckle up. We're going to dive into some specific examples of how business can be really hard for people pleasers and what you can actually do about it. Firstly, just admitting to yourself that you want to start a business in the first place is terrifying because that isn't what you're supposed to do. Your people pleaser mind spirals thinking about how people will judge you, that if you show up on stories, on reels, on TikTok, people are going to judge you. If you fail, people are going to judge you. If you show up and sell, people will judge you. If you act as an expert, people are going to judge you. If you're acting like you have thousands of followers, people are going to judge you. And your brain is then setting off every alarm bell in your body because it associates all of that with extreme danger because you grew up a people pleaser, right? And I'd like to say, even though we spiral thinking that everybody is so (laughs) consumed with judging us, we're just projecting. We are so in our heads that we think people are watching and judging every movement we make and every breath that we take, but everybody's more focused on themselves. And I think it can be helpful to continuously remind yourself of that when showing up. And just by bringing this thought process to the light, you can begin to take the control back over it, over these self-doubt spirals in themselves. I invite you to begin identifying these spirals as they come up 
and figure out ways to support yourself through them. When you fully embrace that your goals are really damn important, you can make yourself sort of a mindset protection plan so that when things come up, when you have self-doubt spirals and you feel like everybody is watching and judging you, you can lean into modalities that you know works for you. With my clients, we use things like NLP, hypnosis, meditation, EFT tapping, because showing up and going after what you desire, even when your brain is screaming at you, it's really fucking hard. This is your invitation to give yourself some much needed credit to get on your own team and ask yourself, how can you support yourself through this chapter? Another reason why it's hard starting your business as a recovering people pleaser, you feel the overwhelming need to explain and prove yourself to everyone around you. You feel like others need to understand where you are coming from and why you are doing something. You feel like you need to get them to agree with you in order to be okay. And in business, when you're posting or teaching or talking about your business in general, most of the time you can't sit every single person down who might have misunderstood you and set them straight. This can get you spiraling. (laughs) So when your brain starts thinking and panicking, oh my God, they're going to judge me. They're going to think this is so cringy, too risky, that my prices are too high or that I'm underqualified. I invite you to begin teaching your mind that this is your people-pleasing brain freaking out. Teach your body that you are safe even if people misunderstand you. That you are safe even if people don't know the full story or if they're judging you. It is not your responsibility to explain yourself or prove yourself to everyone around you. It is not your responsibility. Even though it can feel like you need to do that in order to feel okay, this is an old unhelpful coping mechanism that at one point in your life may have kept you safe but now it's holding you back. Your mom, dad, partner, best friend, people from high school or whoever, they don't need to understand your dreams or goals in order for them to be worth going after. And if someone in your life is mean about what you really wanna do, one, they're projecting their own insecurities onto you. And two, maybe that person isn't someone you want in your life anyway. And with that as well, if someone in the online space is triggered about something you said, one, They're projecting their own insecurities onto you, their own experiences and beliefs. And two, that person isn't your ideal client anyway. Next way your people-pleasing can show up in business, you never learned to trust yourself. Your brain was always looking to someone else asking, am I doing a good job? Is this good enough? Am I good enough? Think about grades, report cards, treats, pats on the back, thumbs up. You are always looking to prove yourself instead of looking inside of yourself, learning to trust yourself. And in business, when you're showing up as an authority and not getting as much external validation, because really, let's be real, more times than not, when you start a business, you're typically a one-person show. This lack of external validation can trigger a lot of feelings of imposter syndrome, of self-doubt, and not feeling like you're enough. But again, when you recognize these patterns, you can begin to shift them, begin cultivating your self-trust. Instead of looking to others to tell you what to do, how can you look within yourself? I know for myself in particular, I made quite a few business investments because I wanted somebody else to tell me what to do. I didn't want to have to think. I didn't want to make the wrong moves. I just wanted somebody to tell me how to show up and I was going to shut up and do it because I had absolutely no trust in myself or my capabilities. I thought I'm not a business person. I don't have experience, 
blah, blah, blah. And they do. They know what they're doing and I don't. And I ended up doing a lot of things that were not in alignment with what I truly wanted and subsequently not getting the results I truly wanted. So in those moments, I invite you to begin asking yourself, what would the best version of you do in this situation? And we can be really quick to say, I have no fucking idea. But really sit with it, journal it, connect with your highest self and ask for her advice. Begin cultivating your intuition and actually trusting it. And the last thing I want to touch on in this conversation is people pleasers don't want to be on the outside. You want to fit in, be normal, be relatable, feel like you have a community, like you belong. You don't want to be an anomaly. But to get what you want, you have to be. It's not yet normal for people to start their own businesses, especially without any experience. And odds are that the majority of the people in your real life aren't entrepreneurs. And this can feel really scary. It can make you feel alone. It can feel really triggering to you when you've grown up with that compulsion to please others. And sometimes Ambition is really triggering to people. It challenges their stagnancy. You going after your dreams can make people uncomfortable that they've given up on their own. And just going against the norm in itself challenges the norm. And that makes your people-pleaser brain think, uh, yeah, absolutely, no thank you. (laughs) But here's the thing. It is normal for your people-pleasing brain to freak out. It's normal. Get on your own team and create a safe space to feel whatever is coming up. But do not take action out of those feelings of fear. Take action in alignment with what you want instead. Take action in alignment with your higher self instead. And really, you know what? All of these reasons why business can be challenging for people pleasers, they are also reasons why you should do it anyway. How many women do you think are people pleasers? How many women do you think have been taught in some way or another that they need to please everyone around them down to strangers on the internet in order to be wanted, loved, safe, worthy, and enough? It's time to destroy this narrative because fuck that. Show people who are quiet, shy, meek, and at one point in their lives lived as a doormat. That people like you, people like them, are capable of achieving whatever the fuck they want. I grew up as the poster child for people-pleasing good girl. And now here I am, working with recovering good girls like you, to go from stuck and doubting yourself to confidently building your dream life, business, and signing your first clients. I'm not special. I'm proof that you can do it too. And if you've been listening to this episode and you're like, fuck, that's me... My one-on-one coaching was designed for you. If you want to dive into this work deeper with me, apply that link in the show notes and let's make it happen. I'm so beyond excited to work with you. And with that, that is the end of today's episode of the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. And today with everything we've talked about, with all of the challenges that come with externally placing your worth and being a recovering people pleaser and good girl, showing up and going after what you want It's really hard and I want to take a moment to really give you credit for that. Give you credit for overcoming all of the things that you didn't know if you could. Giving you credit for being an anomaly, for choosing to go against the norm, for choosing to unlearn all of the things you didn't consciously decide to learn 
and come home to yourself, your authentic self, underneath all of the conditioning, baggage, and bullshit. Here's to you, baby. And with that, I will see you here back next week for next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. Check out the show notes to find out how you can dive into this work with me one-on-one. And if you've loved today's conversation, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at the Anomaly Coaching Co. so that we can connect. And with that, I'll see you next week for another episode of the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. Thank you.